show, the show where we bring up a word or phrase to spark a conversation about the related media. This is your host, Jeff Blanchard, and my decadent co-host, Dylan Orr. Hello, Dylan. Mwah, hello, Jeff. I, that was a weird kiss noise, and I did the thing with my hand, but I didn't uh, think about it. It just sounded like a kiss on audio, so yeah, that's a weird way to start this decade. Um, well, you know, it's a, it's a chef's kiss. They yeah, exactly, it. yes. You, you saw the visual reference, and now I've sure. over-explained it, so everyone gets it. Sure. Well, it's been a good decade. Ah, uh, sure. It's flown by, I think. Yeah. It's, a, it's our third decade, right? Mm. Yep, yeah. third and with some a little bit left over. Yeah, a little extra put on top. Mm. Um, yeah, eventful, I guess. Man, I keep thinking, like, it's a decade. I. It's weird to think that I we graduated over a decade ago that still mm. just seems like i have fresh memories from high school but i don't know i guess we're getting less fresh every day well yeah i, I mean i still have like a 16 year old's brain so like, <laughs> i mean like i get it you know what i mean yeah but, do you think this was your best decade yet um i mean i guess it was probably my most productive yeah, well, okay, Let, let's, when did the decade start? 2011 to, no, that's totally wrong, 2009 to, you know what, it was my best and my worst decade, I think. It was definitely the most eventful, but there was a lot of bad in with the good, too. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to be like, well, one was zero to ten, at least yeah. for me personally. That was, was probably like, the de best decade. <laughs> yeah, probably, I mean, and then, you know... 11 to 20 or so which i'm kind of like you know i had some good times there i mean a lot of it's school yeah but it's kind of like mixed bag then 21 to 30 uh i mean for me personally not great uh for various reasons you're aware of a lot of them i'm sure yeah. Uh, I've lost both my parents, I lost a good friend, but I've also been, like, mo more independent than I've ever been, uh, right. you know, I graduated college, uh, you know, I moved out on my own, Yeah. so, but, so, it, a weirdly, like, time where I've been independent and isolated. Oh, yeah, I mean, I definitely hear you there, I, nothing as major for me, but, like, yeah, I had a kid, and then I got divorced and <laughs> so like ups and downs definitely yeah but yeah like i said most eventful i think as you quantified it yeah the zero to ten i think anybody could say those were their most satisfactory years probably because probably the chillest and happiest at that point yeah and it's like it makes me really sad to be like oh some people were like those were not good years for them right <laughs> those years were like terrible for some people Depending on, like, their growing, you know, living situation growing up. Like, I mean, not to get on my soapbox, but, like, people in, like, various third world countries right. have really hard times. Like, if you hear anything about, like, Darfur, it's like, oh, God. You know, it's like, we, it doesn't compare. No, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, when I kind of made my list, I kind of focused on the idea of entertainment culture becoming more mainstream. I feel like, uh, as far as, like, kind of, uh, I'll say geek nerd 
kind of culture oh, becoming yeah. incredibly mainstream. Uh, you know, Disney owns everything now. Mm-hmm. It's become it's a huge monopoly compared to it was. Uh, anime is definitely way more mainstream right now. It's really prevalent. Uh, the uh, at, for books like adaptations within like comics, like for movies and television, where we've seen like Umbrella Academy or um, uh, I think The Boys and a bunch right. of other stuff have become prevalent. And gaming has definitely become more oh, yeah. mainstream. Yeah, like you know, with esports and Fortnite and you know the rise Twitch. of YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, there's Disney Channel shows for kids game that my son watches. And I was explaining to him the other day, I was like, you know, nerd, like when I was a kid, if someone called you a geek or a nerd, it was kind of, or I was, I think it was nerd specifically. I was like, it was an insult. And he's like, really? I was like, yeah, but now it's yeah. just like you're enthusiastic about something. That's all. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely yeah. taken a turn in that way. Yeah. I, and I'm kind of like. A part of me, even though it's kind of like, I know it's a good thing, but I don't know, there's something in my brain that I'm kind of like, I don't know if it's an age thing, where I'm like, I'm kind of always fighting against it a little bit. Like, especially <laughs> with certain, like, lingo, anytime I hear someone be like, uh, uh, I don't know, I'm gonna throw some phrases under the bus, anytime I hear someone say, like, it was so extra, oh, or like... I don't hear things like that ever. I'm like, oh... You probably work with younger people, though. No, I don't. Oh, don't. I work with two oh. old men, but I, I watch a lot of YouTube stuff. Oh, really? Where they reference, like, I don't know, uh, he's living his best life anytime I hear someone say oh, that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck you. And I don't know if that's just, like, old man, you know, thing where I'm like, I'm not old, but I'm like, anytime I hear kind of, like, current popular lingo, I'm just like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't gotten into the lingo yet, but, um, I mean, I get... Like, I definitely get the you question it because I my kid like sings Old Town Road. I'm like, where did you hear that? Why do you like it? Why have you heard it? Why are you singing it in this house? Like, what song? It's called Old Town Road, and I that, kids love it that? for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> like, I understand I the preschool it. stuff. I can get into Baby Shark, but then like popular <coughs> music, current popular music, I just I did I don't understand. Like, I saw an article. The other day about like Haley Steinfeld and she's putting out her third album and blah blah blah. This is the single from and I looked her up and I was like, I know that name, but who is it? That just and she's, Justin Bieber's lady friend, right? Is it? I don't know. She oh. I just knew her because she was in Into the Spider Verse. Oh, <laughs> it's like the nerdiest thing she's done. Like I don't get it at all. Post Malone, who's he? Uh, he's a guy with dumb shit on his face. Yeah. And yeah. he wore a sequined suit on New Year's Eve night. I watched, like, Ryan Seacrest New Year's Eve. I didn't have any idea who was there. I knew BTS. That was it. Yeah. Music, I've fallen off the map with music. Uh, I, this, I didn't mention music when I was just kind of talking about that. Like, pop is just hip-hop now, it feels like. It's like there's no... It feels like there's no, like, kind of teen pop scene. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, what about it Justin like, Bieber? Yeah, but is he making music still? Yeah, I think he's got a new album coming out this year. But <laughs> is it for still, us? Well, I don't know what he, it is. I don't. Okay, <laughs> I don't. but I feel like remember when we had like Q ninety seven dot nine, and that was like it would play like the Backstreet Boys or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if I'm dating myself a lot there, but it's like it's all kind of it's hip hop inspired instead of being like 
teeny bopper. I don't know what to call it. You know, kind of thing. Yeah, like the boy bands are and the girl bands are kind of a thing of the past. Yeah. Um, but I think there's still some solo pop. Like what? What's Ed Sheeran? He's like acoustic. He's like kind of like he's like fake folk. He's yeah. Like folk pop. Yeah. And it's like stuff like that. And then there's like the whatever the country rap stuff. That's that Old Town Road song. I can't even name who sings it, but it's like. Uh, urban country has made like a huge rise and whatever yeah bro country that's what it's called yeah i have heard some stuff like that i think like nelly had like a thing with like toby keith or something like that i I watched uh this disney like holiday special it was from this year could you name there was two artists that like were the headliners two separate artists any guess who would headline a 2019 Disney show? Uh, can I can I uh, ask some questions about it? Sure, yeah, yeah. Throw some words. Are these people older or younger? Older. Uh, I'm gonna guess Snoop Dogg mm. and the uh, Nick Lachey. I don't know. Um, I mean, it was. A black guy and a white guy. Okay. <laughs> um, it was Sting and Shaggy. I mean, I was close. <laughs> I know, I yeah. It wasn't that far off. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sting, who, like, I don't know. Why is he... And they... I guess they work together. They have an album together. Like, Did children know who those people exactly? are? Exactly! What? <laughs> like... It just... <laughs> Like, what has Shaggy done? I guess he's done that album with Sting, but, like, what have they done besides that? He had Angel ages ago. That's the other song I know of him. I just know the... The bathroom It wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't me. I just know he sounds like he has peanut butter in his mouth when he sings. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a style. Yeah. Pretty yeah, it's pretty spot on. <laughs> I guess he was Sebastian the Crab in the Mermaid musical. Huh. Oh. Uh, that, that's the only thing I've known him for. But just yeah. I don't like. You, I, I guess it just does come with age. Like I don't understand music now. I mean, uh, and I can't you know explain my own taste because I'm like, oh, I'm listening to classical. I'm also listening to J rock that I don't understand any of the words. Yeah. I mean, I'm listening to 2002 Screamo. I'm listening to Baby Metal. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like what you like. I'm not trying to get down on anybody. I just, Mm. I just don't get it. And I guess people probably wouldn't get why I listen to. Actually, if you knew the other things I like, it makes sense that I listen to Baby Metal. Mm. Yeah. I mean, music is just definitely at like a point where I'm like, there. It's all kind of mixed together. It feels like there's constant like more melting than I guess like separation it felt like it was kind of barely clearly separated before maybe not i don't know maybe i'm full of shit yeah i don't know i think yeah i don't know (laughs) yeah i could get into all how it's all different i guess yeah i i didn't really pick anything in particular as far as my list but like the like i just said like disney making like the three massive star war movies yeah. Uh, and just being like, I, I read something that that was eighty percent of like. Yeah, this, Disney like, took Disney. 
yeah. 80% of the box office in 2019. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty insane. And they, like, well, years leading up to it, I guess, like, even in 2018, they it was, like, the highest was 28%, and then just, like, 2019, it jumped like crazy. Hmm. So much. But it's like they own, you know, they own Lucasfilm or LucasArts yeah. or whatever it is. And they own Marvel. And, I like, it's definitely been, like, a decade of, like, sci- sci-fi, I think. Yeah, I could see that. Like, The Hobbit was, you know, kind of early on. Uh, you know, we've had the Harry Potter continuations. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Harry no. Potter ended in 2009. Yeah, we right. got, um... Uh, that other bullshit. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Eddie Redmayne yeah. and his Fantastic yeah. Beasts. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, what are they? Yeah, lots of... St- like, all three Star Trek reboot movies were in the last decade, I think. Mm. Yeah, the resurgence of Star Wars, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, and, like, even the start of it, like, where Iron Man wasn't trailing... I think it was 2008 yeah. that it came out. Yeah. yeah. Not trailing too far behind. And now we've got, like... It's planned out for, like, the next 16 years. Oh, like, right. all the characters, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's insane. It's, yeah, just the... I don't know, the accessibility to it all just grew and grew, and then they had to just shove more volume and content out there. Yeah. And it is... I, like, somebody was pointing out, like, the game Monopoly isn't, like, it's a bad thing that, yeah. like, basically... Own someone, everything, yeah, definitely yeah. it is. And one and person like, oh, controls it all. Guess what we have right now with Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, entertainment. Yeah, it makes me scared that someday... Like, even to put out this podcast, we're going to have to go through Disney or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe if we I mean, want to work in entertainment, they're going to rifle through this podcast and listen to this specific episode. I mean, we're not saying it's, like, a bad company. I mean, they put out a lot of good stuff. But it's also, like, is it good that they just have control? And right. Though right. I will also say, like... Whenever I hear a celebrity like go like it's a bad thing, I'm like, hey, shut up. Right. Like I get very defensive of it. I don't know why. Yeah, I think if Disney starts like owning all the news outlets, then it'll be a bad thing where they're oh, controlling yeah. like that. But um, I don't. Yeah, I mean, when it's fictional content, I, I just worry about the little guy getting squeezed out. But I mean, yeah, what are you gonna do? I guess. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. I'd kill for a Disney job, I guess. Like, oh, probably. Yeah. same here. If they took over this podcast and they were like, "Hey, we'll pay you to do it," I'm like, "Get great, sell out yeah. right now." Yeah, as long so, as I'm just not an animator being crunched. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, it sounds awful. Uh, did you have any? Did you have pick anything in particular as far as your movies? I, um, yeah, I just kind of went. Like, for standout things, like, things that just really took me by surprise. Doesn't necessarily sum up the decade, but it's kind of like, like, I would have never seen this coming ten years ago, and I would have never, like, thought I'd be so, like, weirdly attached and into it. (coughs) Isle of Dogs, which I recently saw. It's like, um... Is that Wes Anderson? Yeah, yep. It's Claymation, and it's dogs, and it's, like, all voiced by the regular Wes Anderson people like Bill Murray and uh, Jeff Goldblum 
I think, uh, what's his face? Walter White. Uh, Brian Cranston's in it. But yeah, it's just uh... a weird, quirky movie that really stood out to me as like kind of something I never would have thought of. I Maybe the decade for me was a decade of stop motion animation because I really kind of got into that. Like uh, Leica had a great year, I think. Uh, Coraline, I think, was in 2008. But, uh, I mean, like, Kubo was after that. Paranorman. And then they said Isle of Dogs. Uh, just lots of great stop motion. And I'm... It, it was a good decade. Like, can I name a stop motion before Coraline? Met before Christmas. Oh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, too. I think that's also Wes Anderson. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I, I really like his movies. I know they're supposed to be kind of like, you know, quirky, and that's kind of their whole thing. But I don't know. They, I just think that they, I don't know. There's something in them that I just really like. I kind of like that they're all kind of like a little bit sad. Yeah. Basically. I just really like how they're shot. I just, I really like his like eye, the symmetry, the like color palettes he sticks to. Typically, the use of miniatures a lot. Was um, I was trying to think of the name Jason Schwartz, Schwartzman in it? Um, in like so many of his films. Uh, he, oh, right, yeah, probably. I can't really remember. Or the Stiller, Dalt Wilson duo. Uh, the I think there was a Wilson in there, but no Stiller. One, one of them. Yeah, one of them, probably Luke. I would have remembered if it was Owen. Wow, just here. Wow. There. <laughs> Imagine Owen Wilson barking as a dog, like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I was just thinking about this. Like, are there any standout actors for you as far as the decade? In the decade? Um, Maybe even just 2019. I don't know. Man, like, I would say Chris Pratt, but I've heard he's kind of a dick, so I don't want to say that Didn't so much. Allegedly, didn't he cheat on his wife? Isn't that why they're divorced now? Uh, yeah, I guess Maybe. he like his manager really has to like wrangle him in with his like political views and stuff. He's kind of right wing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, stand hmm. out, stand out. Yeah, man, I. It's weird to see that guy on like Parks and Rec and be like so charming and funny. And yeah. then, like, be who he is now, and you're like, I liked you better when you were fat, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, you were, like, a better person before you were good-looking. Yeah. Like, you weren't bad-looking, you were just, you know, average. Right. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, does anyone, like, stick out to you? Uh, man, I, I I know I just asked you that in the <laughs> spot, but I'm like, uh, yeah. who have I seen a lot of lately? Man, I, I feel like with these movies you've been making me watch, I'm like, <laughs> who who is in them again? Like, Chris Evans uh, is in a lot of stuff, but I mean, yeah. he's super. He's just Hollywood handsome, so he's always gonna get work. I think. Yeah. Um, Octavia Spencer, I think was. I mean, she's been in a lot of good stuff. She yeah. was in The Shape of Water and Hidden Figures and The The Help and Ma. She's been in a lot of stuff, and typically it's pretty good I mean I feel like it not exactly in film but I mean Brian Cranston has definitely come into his own as oh like yeah an that's actor. a good one yeah definitely yeah 
yeah, from like starting on like I think he had a small part on King of Queens. He was, and then he, yeah, to Malcolm in the Middle, then to going like to Breaking Bad to all his yeah. dramatic roles in like movies now. Yeah. It's just... He was on uh, Seinfeld for a while too. Right. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah, he's had a huge, like, you know, rise to, you know, popularity and fame. I'm trying to think of, like, a lady that's kind of had the same kind of path. I mean, hmm. I honestly, the key and Peele, too. Mm, especially, yeah. like, Jordan Peele as a director. Mm, like, yeah. Both of them, like, they, yeah, they're, they do a lot of voicing and they have their show. And, right. I mean, Kumail, another kind of comedy guy. Oh, yeah, that's like, a good one. Coming to his own. Um, yeah. I remember John Mulaney. Yeah, I remember seeing Kumail on, like, Portlandia a long time ago and just being like, mm-hmm. never seeing him before, but like, ah, oh, that guy's hilarious. I hope yeah. to see more of him. Patton Oswald, I feel like he's been in a bunch of good stuff. Yeah, and uh, he's, like, been a really good writer, too. Like, even, like, tweeting and stuff. He's super passionate. I, I mean, my... For a lady, I think my brain went to Sarah Silverman, because I know she's a comedy lady, and she's been in a few, like, kind of independent films uh, that were kind of, like, overlooked a little bit, and she had, uh, she has her show, I think, still. It's called uh, I Love You, oh, America. Oh, right, yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Yeah, she was in Wreck-It Ralph. Mm. She's in Disney movie. You know you made it then, I guess. I'm trying to think of, like, someone who's doing, like, more dramatic work. I don't, I'm not a hundred percent, I don't know a lot about her, but, like, that Saoirse, Saoirse Ronan lady? Oh. Uh, I don't, you know who I mean? No. I was okay. thinking of Cersei from Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, her, her name, like, sounds similar. It you, It's a weird kind of Irish name. Hmm. I've seen it written down, and I think I might have said it right. What's she in? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> she, I don't know. She was just in a bunch of stuff with, like, Til- Timothy Chalamet. Oh, he's another guy who I think is kind of like, you know, he's a new actor who's kind mm-hmm. of like Adam Driver, same way. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, Edgar Wright as a director. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had one and I lost it. Damn I mean, oh, uh, Taiki... Oh, Taiko Atiti. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of came out of nowhere, Uh, like, just the past few years. What, uh, do you know what what he did before what we do in the shadows? No. Mm, Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I mean, I know he's, you know, Jojo Rabbit, which I guess is great. Right. Uh, people love Thor. Yeah. Uh, that's all I really know him for. Yeah, he did... Do you know what we do in the shadows is? No. Oh, it's that's like the first movie I heard he directed, and he's, it's like a vampire mockumentary. It's got Jemaine Clement from oh. uh, Flight of the Congress. Supposed to be hilarious. I've never seen it. It's like like, mm. I don't know where to find it, but it's supposed to be really good. <coughs> he up Taiko Waititi did the last episode of The Mandalorian too. And it was really good. Mm. That's cool. Could definitely tell it was directed by him also because he just has oh that yeah uh, Oscar Isaac he's definitely like a big name now yeah he had a uh, he was in Ex Machina a while mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. Yeah. now he's you know in all the Star Wars and he's been right. in Drive and 
God, right. all this other yeah. stuff. I keep forgetting that was him in Drive. <laughs> like, yeah. I did not recognize him. Yeah. Uh, man, I wish I could think of more ladies that have been working. Uh, Kristen Bell had a good year. She mm. was had her start in Veronica Mars a long time ago, but she like a really good show. She does a lot of like activist stuff. She is sure. Uh, she's also in a Disney movie, so obviously that's what we're all climbing for. <laughs> Just really shooting for that Disney job, guys. Just really trying. Trying to make up for all the stuff we said before. I mean, my brain keeps going to like actresses that I like that I'm like, what have they been in? <laughs> I don't know. Or just like, you know, going through my like sexy list. Yeah, I know. I keep thinking and... Aubrey Plaza, but she's yeah. she was in parks like way long ago and been in she's not in the best things also. She's yeah. in good things. She's also she a grumpy that... cat. She was in that weird film where she's like a nun, right? We see that? No. She it's like her and Kate Micucci and they're like nuns. It, I don't know. It's called like the Little Hours or something. No, I've I yeah, I think it was independent like comedy. Yeah, she was in like uh, Safety Not Guaranteed was good. That was kind of an mm. indie film. That's directed by someone who I can't remember now. And oh another guy he's been around forever, but um Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, yeah, Better Call Saul. He kind of had a resurgence there. Yeah. yeah he was at Mr. Show in, like, the 90s, but... Yeah, and uh, Ben Ziller show. show. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta rewatch that now that I know who he is. Yeah. It's weird that both those guys were in that, and I'm just like, oh, yeah! Right. <laughs> and Andy Dick and those guys and Ben Ziller, Janine Garofalo. It's like a... seems like a massive cast now, that, except for Andy Dick. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, only got and maybe like episodes. Garofalo is just kind of like petered out. I don't yeah, know. she was in. Uh, well, I guess that was like five years ago now. Wet Hot American yeah. Summer, like first day of yeah, first camp. day of camp and whatever the ten years later one was. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are all. The, I guess those are all the standout ones. They all stand together. But I really jumped to mind Donald Glover is also a good one probably. oh sure yeah he's been on a ton of stuff and, and writing music. and yeah, writing. music triple threat man yeah uh I wanted to say like uh god I mean she hasn't been on a ton of stuff but like maybe like Gal Gadot I feel right. like kind of came out of nowhere true uh, I feel like all the ladies that are kind of like have been in like really important stuff are kind of like maybe they were in stuff but I didn't really know about them like Daisy Ridley was in you know all the Star Wars and yeah she's know. in Ophelia and she's in Murder on the Orient Express she's when she was doing Ophelia she was really like pushing like you know small films matter too so that was pretty cool. She's a Disney princess, and she's pushing independent, not independent, but small film. So yeah. That was cool. She's a feminist icon. Yeah. I'm going to meet her, right? Well, I'm not going to meet Desi Ridley. I'm going to meet Ray. Ray's a feminist icon. Yeah. I've seen Star Wars twice in the past week, so I'm kind of like... Oh, the, the new one? Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, I enjoyed it, yes. 
I know it's very uh, contradictory to the rest of the series, but aren't I, they all? Yes, I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? It's I was like, I was still entertained by it. Did Did you like it more than Last Jedi? Yes, I did. Okay. Some people were mad that they cut out uh, Rosemary Tran out of this one, basically. Yeah, she has a very small role, and she, like, has a line that is an excuse for her to walk off screen and not come back, pretty much. Wow. She's like, at one point, they're like, come with us, Rose, and she's, come with us on our adventure that we're gonna go on for two hours, and you'll be right alongside the action. She's like, no, I gotta go look at these plans, <laughs> and walks off. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like when I hear people... I heard so many people shit on that movie, and I feel like I hear people go like, oh, I, I, I loved it. Now I'm hearing like people be like, oh, that was my favorite one. I'm like, or like a few months ago, it felt like people were like shitting on this movie, and I'm like, I, I liked it overall. I think like some of the stuff I could cut out. Right. Like I that act where they're kind of like saved in the weird city, I'm like... I mean, I get it, but it's also like, did they need it? Exactly. I guess, but I'm like, to give, you know, some smaller, you know, screen stuff, I don't know, but, I don't know. Yeah, there's bad parts and good parts to movies. Yeah. You're allowed to enjoy it, even if it has some things you don't like. Yeah, I mean, I think she was a decent actress, and, like, I think she did fine, but I don't know. I, I mean, I think it sucks that she got cut out of this one so much. Yeah, and I think that's really just caving to fan backlash, really. Just like yeah. Sonic. Just like, yeah. Like, I, I know I mentioned, I think, in our, one of our last episodes about how, like, they reacted to the backslash, the backslash, the backlash <laughs> in, um... HTTP backslash. Yeah. In The Last Jedi, I, always, I felt like a lot of it was kind of like a reaction from the first movie, where it's like, you know, a woman and a minority being the leads... And they're yeah. like, well, we'll just do all this other stuff with uh, Laura Dern or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Oscar Isaac, who's just like white man. <laughs> Is it? And he. I mean, maybe he's Hispanic, Central but he American, can. Yeah. yeah, but he can get away with looking like a, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, Caucasian man. Yes. More than Finn, anyway. <laughs> True, yeah. He's you British. Know. I just found that out the other day. John Boyega. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Well, because me and my sister were having this argument, like, in the Star Wars universe, everyone just seems to have an American accent or a British accent. It's one or the other. And she's like, but John Boyega's British, and he speaks in an American accent in the movie. And I was like, nah, no, he's, he's American. He doesn't have a British accent. I mean, Daisy has, like, a British accent, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Watto has, like, a weird, oh, yeah, like, foreign... True. It's <laughs> like, uh, yeah... It's so like it, really it's like an offensive him. stereotype. Yep, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take out the money. Yeah. That's those that's your Jedi tricks don't work on me. Yeah, and I guess the other guys in episode one, the um, the, like fishy froggy guys, they're like an mm. Asian stereotype, and they. Oh boy. Yeah, they. If you listen to them, they also have like thick, like stereotypical Asian action accents. Yeah. So I guess yeah, you you you're right. You cracked my. My, you're and, either American you know, or British. And <laughs> let's not forget, you know, people who hate Jar Jar Binks. Oh yeah, and I thought he was fine when I saw it, and I'm I liked like, him. He was my favorite yeah, character. Yeah, I was ten I years old though. Yeah, I mean, we were the right age to see that movie. The prime and, decade. Yeah, and like, 
people like were so mad at that movie. I was like, why? I liked it. And I haven't seen it in a long time, but yeah, I remember one of our camp counselors like when I told him my favorite character was Jar Jar, he like flipped out, and I was like, well, why are you freaking out, man? Yeah. Now I get it. I do get it. Why now? Yeah. I was a child. And somebody I can't remember. I was listening to like some podcast and they were like mentioning about basically all the foreign like basically all the like weird animal races are basically depictions of like foreigners and like all the cool characters are like you know jedi yeah they're all white men white yeah (laughs) that's true except for you and it's like it's fairly true yeah Yeah, well i guess mace windu is not he's just a man the one (laughs) Yeah. yeah gets killed by an old man but even the aliens have like white skin and they're all yeah. yeah true yeah yeah and then i guess that's why force awakens like i feel like unfortunately this last trilogy was just like every movie seemed to be a reaction like force awakens was a reaction like we need more diversity we're either gonna make a black guy the lead or a woman the the lead one of them is the jedi and then like uh, last jedi was like oh everyone said force awakens was too similar so we're gonna do something radically different and then rise of skywalker was definitely like a another course correction Mm. i found john boyega saying like i only want to be in the main movies kind of be a strange statement because i'm like people love the mandalorian oh yeah they probably love it more than the regular star wars uh, I think so. I mean, I'd say like, so, yeah. It's... I feel like <laughs> the reaction, I feel like, has been, like, m- like almost overwhelmingly positive, like, compared to, like, you know, the last three Star Wars movies. And, I mean, part of it is just because it's a series. It's not a two-hour right. movie, like, dump of, like, exposition and stuff. Yeah. It's like, you can plan everything out over, like, so many, you know, so much time. And, like why wouldn't you want to be in that you'd probably get might get paid more you're making yeah. more episodes yeah I'll keep them coming back people yeah. actually like the mandalorian the guy who like uh pedro pascal who plays the mandalorian half the time he said he's not even in the suit he's just doing the voice mm. so like oh yeah sure come in get all the credit for being the mandalorian yeah why not yeah i don't know uh i i know on tv I definitely feel like anime, it's not, like, huge, but, I mean, it's definitely, like, a mainstream thing now. Like, it's just, like, on Netflix and, you know, Hulu, and there are, like, three different streaming services right. for it. You got Crunchyroll. Yeah. Yep. Funimation and, yep. like, VRV. And there have been, like, live you know adaptations like maybe one of them was okay but you know they're getting there yeah yeah which one <laughs> i heard i haven't seen it but i heard um battle angel alita was oh good. yeah i i did hear that also um and i didn't see them but i actually heard the roruni kenshin ones were good hmm. yeah which is yeah. about a samurai they are typically terrible yeah they had an Attack on Titan one, but it... Yes, I, <laughs> I think I've seen a part of it. <coughs> there was... Uh, um, the Death Note one was terrible. Uh, 
I, I want to try to see the Anohana one. There is a live-action Anohana, like, movie, I think. Yeah. I, I saw that there's, like, a, um, a Full Metal Alchemist one. Oh, I think, I, yes, that one's terrible. I think I watched part of it to see, yeah. like, what is this? I, I heard it was bad. Yeah, it looked, and the costumes were just, I mean, they looked like they were, ac- like, accurate to the anime, but also, like, that doesn't look good in live action. It just looked really silly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I saw a thing that was, like, the most popular anime by the decade per country. And, like, in America, it was, uh, I believe it was Naruto Shippuden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, you know, the sequel to Naruto, which is right. just a massively popular thing. Yeah. You know, it's still going, technically, through its, you know... Baruto. Boruto, yeah. Um, and the most popular one in Japan was Ruby, R-W-B-Y. I see that all the time, yeah. Funny, because it's not a Japanese production. It's not? No, it's an American-made anime, and that's the most popular one in Japan. Yeah, I have no idea what it's about, but it looks like magical girls, so I'm always like, where yeah, do I start it's, here? It's kind of got like a like a weird kind of graphic like animation style too right it's like yeah it's not like drawn yeah i don't I, think yeah i can't remember i remember like seeing they were showing it somewhere i was like but is this a series is this movie i don't understand do i have to watch other material first I, i've never actually watched it but i it, yeah it's like a bunch of girls who are like fighting i know one is like a scythe looks cool i don't know yeah huh oh, that yeah that's funny that's American made. Yeah. That's like, uh, uh, Black Clover was popular too. Oh, yeah. I tried to watch that, but I couldn't get into I kind of I, just jumped in the middle too. I heard the um, Japanese voice actor isn't great. Hmm. Playing the main guy. He's, I heard he's kind of like. He's a newer voice actor and he's kind of annoying. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I hate that. Well, well it happens. Yes. Uh, I haven't watched it. I, it's about, like, mages and they summon grimoires i guess yeah i remember seeing a commercial for it on toonami i was like i'm gonna try to watch that i recorded it once and i i like went out of my way to watch it i just could not get into it Hmm. Uh, did you have any standout uh shows this year or Um, decade yeah, I had, like, a, specifically, I went with an Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That one mm. kind of took me by surprise. But I guess you could say, like, Tina Fey's writing and, like, producing of TV has been really good. Like, her whole body of work there with... Um, 30 uh, Rock. 30 Rock, yep. And, great News. Yeah, we talked about Great News. I don't know what she's working on now, but... I mean, yeah. some of the stuff's short-lived, but I, I, I always like all of it. She just has that brand of humor. Yeah, I mean, it, it is weird. Like, it, after 30 Rock, they were both kind of like, great news, what, what, one season? Two seasons? Yeah, two, but like short seasons, yeah. Yeah. And then Kimmy Schmidt was four, I think. I believe so. I, and, like, it's weird that, like, <laughs> 30 Rock, I think it's like seven. Yeah. Movies. I didn't, like, I never really realized how long it was on TV. I I only got into it like maybe the final couple seasons, but I rewatched it on Netflix. Mm. But like, yeah, when it was ending, it was like, holy crap, this was on like seven years. I 
feel like seven years ago I had no idea this was around. Yeah. I was trying to find bloopers of it a while back, and it there they didn't really I couldn't really find any on YouTube, but they had like kind of interviews about it, and like Tina Fey's like, yeah, I think we had three instances of blackface oh, when we were geez. doing it, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, like uh, where they're uh you know uh what is her name Jenna uh, Maroney uh, and I, yeah. what the hell's her Kurt Jane Kowski? yeah Jane Chris Kikowski. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In blackface. Yeah, there's probably bloopers on the uh when they did those live episodes, I remember. That was pretty that was pretty cool too to see like a sitcom do. Yeah. Live. Uh I I was listening to something what maybe it was How Did This Get Played? Maybe it wasn't. They were talking about Thirty Rock and um uh Tracy Morgan wearing that EGOT. Oh, sorry. Tracy Morgan was wearing that... He has an episode where he wears an EGOT pendant. Yeah. Or, like, a necklace. And apparently that happened in reality. There was a guy <laughs> who was, like... That was based on a real thing. Or there was a guy who was trying to get an EGOT. So he just started wearing a necklace that said EGOT on it. Wow. It's a really weird story. I can't remember where I heard that. I think maybe he was on Stumped or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah, that's a lot of Tina Fey's, like, writing. Like, taking, like, weird... Uh, things like that uh the the just the opening to unbreakable kimmy schmidt that like auto-tuned dude mm. talking like that's from like just based off a meme from like something that actually happened was, yeah is that yeah. the lady there's a fire one is that the fire based on that like yeah. oh the lord there's a fire no there was a guy who um i, I don't know if it was the same case i don't know if it was the cleveland case where like oh, three women escaped a, oh yeah, that's weird. And some, that. the neighbor guy. Yeah, he saw the. He, he was he was like talking about McDonald's or something. He's like, I was getting my McDonald's. <laughs> he like talks about his McDonald's a lot. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, yeah, call the police. But yeah, it's based off that. I remember that now. Yeah, it's weird that they base it off of like a horrible, a terrible like, tragedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, that, I'm pretty sure the Autitude song like it came sooner. Like after that tragedy, then Thirty Rock making okay. fun of that. Uh, but there's yeah, like I, a famous like, well, not famous, but there's like a musical like YouTube duo or whatever, and they take all those things and auto tune them. Like uh, the hide your kids, hide your wife guy. They take yeah. terrible tragedy witnesses and turn them into silly songs. Hmm. It's kind of it was a big decade funny. for that. Yeah, you could put that, that in music. Yeah. Uh, oh, they also yeah. I feel like there's just a lot of weird, random, like, references and nonsense in that show that was, like, she was talking about uh, an episode where Jack, uh, Alec Baldwin's character, is pretending to be Tracy's dad, and they're kind of doing, like, a Sanford and Son thing, Hmm. and he uh, says something about, like, I can't get like five minutes away from my shiffer robe and she's like i don't know if tracy knew this but that's a reference to to kill a mockingbird like, what <laughs> how is that possible yeah it can't be true oh yeah i'm i i believe she fed him like a lot of lines that yeah. he had no idea what they meant i mean that's yeah. what actors do i guess yeah sure i guess that's what jackie chan does i'm so <laughs> so surprised when i learned he doesn't know english that well i mean well enough i guess yeah, he gets fired in interviews yeah. and stuff. 
Yeah. Have you ever um seen or heard of Mike Tyson Mysteries? No. Do I want to? <laughs> it's pretty. It's like hilarious, but Mike Tyson is not a great guy. But uh, is he? Is is he not, or is he? He a, committed like a rape. Yes, I know guy. he's not a great guy. Oh, oh, I thought you said is. I thought no, he, he no. is a great guy. I'm like he is not. No, 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 no. I did not say that. Um, but there's this. Show, I don't know if it's on anymore, but it's on Adult Swim. Uh, Mike Tyson mysteries, and it's like a Scooby Doo parody, and oh, Mike Tyson okay. drives around with his Asian daughter, a ghost, and a pigeon voiced by Norm Macdonald, and they solve mysteries and like it's like someone just wanted to fuck with Mike Tyson and just write him the dumbest, stupidest lines that they could hear him say. <laughs> That's like what the show is the entire time. And it's an animated show? Yeah. And then usually Mike Tyson is like talking at the end, like sitting while the credits are rolling and he says something stupid, but it's like... And then you kind of realize, does he know what they're like making him say? Or like yeah. he doesn't get the context or anything of it at all. It's just... I mean, he probably has, like, CTE or something. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, he's pretty... Have you ever heard of heard him, like, talking about pigeons? Yeah, he loves interview? pigeons. Yeah, yeah, that's why he has a pigeon. Norm yeah. McDonald's. Uh, okay. Yeah, that... I was watching... I was listening to um, Unspooled, and they were talking about, um... I can't... I think it was... Not Chinatown, but, like, some old movie, and one of the guys was a former boxer... Oh, I think it's on the waterfront, uh, mm -hmm. and and how a lot of boxers have a strange fascination with pigeons, and they oh, play that a lot of them, apparently, huh. <laughs> or with birds in general, and they like named a few that were like, and they played that interview with Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah, he he had like an Animal Planet show about him like training his pigeons. Mm. Yeah, that's probably Man. what he's doing now. Pigeons uh, and tigers. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm probably gonna skip music. We kind of because we that don't understand it. Yes, <laughs> and well, I mean, we got 15 minutes before we can, you know, switch over. But I don't know. Did you have anything in books that stood out? <laughs> like I really didn't. Yeah, I I wrote down one, but it's just a short story. I mean, but also I like anyone who's ever listened to this podcast before. You probably know my books of the decade where it's not extensive list. I didn't read like any literature that was published this year oh, besides like Ready Player One and Armada I mean this decade mm -hmm. right yeah that's sad uh, but uh I did have um I do have this short stories like these video game short stories I'm going through and one that really uh I liked because it's full of garbage ones too. A lot of them suck, um, but one that's pretty good. Uh, I'd say even it is good, not just pretty good. It's good. It's uh, called "All the People in Your Party Have Died," and it's just about this teacher like using Oregon Trail back in the 1980s, like having a computer class. But it's also about like a closeted lesbian relationship between two teachers back then. And then also people, like, start putting their name into the Oregon Trail and, like, they start dying from dysentery or typhoid or whatever. Hmm. So it's kind of this cerebral thing. It's also this, like, cool social, like, experiment, not experiment, social, like, uh, I don't know, examination. 
Hmm. Just short form through video games. So. It's probably yeah. the most like dense one I've read out of that collection. It's called Press Start to Play. But it's uh, by all the people in your party have died by Robin Wasserman. Hmm. Yeah, there are definitely some books I read, and I read you know a handful of comic books too. But like I mean, those Pat Oswalt books I mentioned like really stood uh, out yeah. to me. Um, uh, Deadly Class, which I'm you know not caught up on, you know, mm-hmm. was really great. Descender, a bunch of the Rick uh, Remender stuff was really great. He it, that was you know this was a good decade for him coming into his own as a comic book writer. Uh, and I mean I, I know I mentioned it briefly, but there have been like a lot of adaptations from you know from comics into yeah. other stuff like you know the movies and you know a bunch of shows have come out you know uh you know the flash and all the dc stuff that's kind of come out and even independent stuff like i think the boys is a series yeah. that's out now uh american gods oh, yeah, which yeah, is right. you know i guess not a comic book but a book by new diamond yeah uh legion even yeah legion. even like Crazy deadly cerebral class. stuff. Yeah, Deadly Class. Yeah. Really branching out into... Yeah, not even just superhero comics, but just, like... Yeah. Other graphic novels. Who had... Well, how many times did DC reboot their continuity in the past decade? <laughs> That'd be a fun uh, That's a good question, yeah. I, I mean, I... They had the new 50... Did the new 50... I don't know, like, exactly when it was, but they had... Yeah brightest day which was like a new thing they had the new 52 they had rebirth Rebirth, yeah which i think was a new thing and i feel like they may have had more than that i don't know (laughs) like same with marvel marvel does it isn't just dc marvel does it also yeah but does marvel have like big events that like cause their whole continuity or reboot or they just kind of retcon things here yeah they just kind of retcon it yeah yeah dc's always like all right I feel like they're like, we gotta wipe the slate clean, let's do a flashpoint and like yeah. reset the timeline. Let's do Crisis on Infinite Earth yeah. and fuck everything up. Which is what they're doing on TV right now. Mm. Maybe they'll reboot every continuity after that and I can stop yeah. watching. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's been to think of like I know I, we kind of moved on from TV, but I'm like, uh, I screw it, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I guess we talked about Thirty Rockets. Fine. Well, what? No. <laughs> Do it. No, I I didn't have anything because I'm like, okay. what did I watch? I mean, I watched Urkel. Like that was my big <laughs> thing of the year. Yeah. Like I think last year I had Frasier, which was like nine seasons. Yeah. Long. <laughs> and this year I had uh, Urkel, and that was like, I guess you know maybe just retro sitcoms was the thing of my you yeah, know because it's been you know available to me now true yeah yeah that's just binging them and like a sickness yeah i did a lot of binge full series this year too things that i just had put behind like bojack horseman i hadn't watched any of that until this past year and i was just like i gotta watch all of this are you finished with it um is it I, over I don't know if they've released the back half of the last season yet, but that's all I haven't seen. Which I, it either came over Christmas break or is coming this month. 
did you watch Tuken Birdie? I can't, I can't remember. No, I never got into that. Mm. That's still there. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it before. Oh, I don't know if they'll take it off, but maybe they will at some point. I don't know. It's a kind of a bummer. Did you ever get into Big Mouth? No, my boss is super into Big Mouth because she's kind of a crass woman, but mm. <laughs> so she likes it a lot. But I've never gotten. I haven't watched a single episode. Yeah, Drew told me it's great, and I'm like, I haven't watched it. And I'm like, I don't trust your taste. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, I do, but you know, not all the time. Yeah, I mean, this year was a big year for anime for me because i watched so much that's true <laughs> were there any standouts i mean obviously one punch man or um attack on titan yeah there you go probably yeah. attack on titan and one punch man was, okay was, was and uh, uh what was that the no matter how i look at it you oh, guys probably yeah. are not popular those are definitely any, my top three of the year any of the movies stand out to you any oh definitely um <laughs> fresh in your mind yeah i mean again like I didn't like Akira, but I definitely appreciated what it was and, mm. like, could see why it was so impactful. Um, but, uh, the one... Summer Wars, the Digimon. <laughs> that one definitely let me relive my preteen years. What's the one with the, the meteor and the people who keep switching bodies, though? Oh, your name. Yes, yeah, that one. Yeah, that was definitely probably the, my favorite of the movies that you've mm. had me watch. Your name and second place would be the the silent voice. So that's pretty good. Yes, yep, that one. And I'm excited to see uh, Weathering with You, who is by it's the same guy who does Your Name, and I'm, they're doing yeah. a special screening in like two weeks. Oh, I haven't even heard of it yet. Yeah, yeah. I think it's came, comes out in Japan this month, and they're doing like one special screening before they get the dub in the U.S. So hmm. I'm gonna try to catch it. But yeah, but, I mean, the animation in Your Name was just incredible. Also, just being, like, such a great story, too. And Weathering With You has, like, the same, like, detail of animation. Yeah. About a girl who, like, stops the rain or whatever. Huh. There, There is a, uh, I think in 2014 there was an anime that's kind of, like, based around fairy tales. And the girl, like, losing her voice and not being able to speak. But it's all kind of based in reality. Mm. I, I can't remember the name of it, but it's going to be one I have to watch at some point. And have you watch at some point. Yeah. Yeah, things I want to get into next year. I was going to see Paprika this year, because that just mm. looks trippy as hell. And yeah. I'd like to see that. Well, I will say, I know you said not to say this, but we're going to start watching some old movies. <laughs> I started making a list. All we're right. gonna watch some old stuff. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, you know. I appreciate. Uh, gaming? Any standouts? I mean, it's definitely become a mainstream, massive yeah. thing now. And I think, like, in definitely in the past decade, indie gaming has really mm. gotten a spotlight too, with things like Steam and people being able to publish their stuff in like yep. Xbox game pass i don't know um playstation playstation has like an indies thing yeah it's too. called uh playstation now yeah it's, although it's it's like their streaming service but it's for games basically yeah and then you yeah, have nintendo really like focuses like shines and like gives the indies a chance to a lot of them yeah I, and i think that's great uh and i've talked about it a million times it might be my favorite 
game ever. It surely reached for it, but Celeste just like blew me away a couple years ago. Like, mm. definitely, I would say that's my favorite game of the decade. Um, not an indie game, but Splatoon also like had two games come out this decade, and like I've never been into shooters really, but that game I sunk hundreds of hours into. Like that was kind of my blind side of the decade. Like you could never get me into. A game when you're a squid kid and you shoot people like it. Uh, yeah. What about like a uh, Stardew Valley? Oh yeah, yeah. I was that was close to being on my list also. <laughs> yeah, another indie game just made by one person. I mean, Undertale got a huge following this year mm. or not year but decade. I think it's just been a great year for it. Like, yeah, I mean it. It's kind of been like, I mean, I think Minecraft started like the you know. There was an alpha, but I think it got released in, like, 2010 or 11. Yeah. And, you know, it's obviously a massive thing. And when it began, it was, like, nothing. Yeah. But, like, because of, like, the community and all the mods and stuff, it's incredibly playable and fun. And I'm like, I'm, I never really got into it hardcore, but it is a game that whenever I see people playing it online, like, modded, like, villages and dungeons yeah. and all this stuff, I'm like, I want to play that so much. I like watching it a lot more than I like playing it. I think it's def. I've tried to play it on like console, and it's just hard with the controller. I think computer would be easy. To yeah, play. I think it'd be cool for us to do like a like a modded thing, like a villages or whatever. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It's kind of like yeah. um. Remember back in the day when we did uh, Active, Active Worlds? World. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the like, proto Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you could build your own stuff, and yeah. Yeah, weird villages where we'd put, like, porn and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, right. Sink it under the ground so no one can find it. Mm. <laughs> An actual vault. But yeah, I mean, I think indie gaming, definitely. Good for them. Support indie games. Yeah. I mean, Untitled Goose Game was, like, a massive, right, like, yeah. weird thing that people, like, everyone knew about, apparently. Like... Like Skyrim was a huge thing that like I was gonna people were really into. Yeah, it's been released like probably more than ten times in the past yeah. decade. Yeah, released, re-released, uh, yeah. special edition, every console. Yep. You know, whatever. They'll probably be put on the new consoles next year. Oh, I'm sure. I still have never played. Have you played? Yes. I, uh, <laughs> how have you not played this yet? I don't know. It's just... so available. To <laughs> I know, it's even on the Switch, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you should play it, man. It's good. It's great. I love it, anyway. But I know maybe you'd hate it if you played it. Uh, I, I mean, mean there's it's... a lot of micromanaging, isn't there? I'd probably like it then. Not, not, I mean, ish, but... I had really. a friend who had, he had written out his Skyrim flowchart where he would, like, do alchemy to, I don't know, make his... Is crafting better oh, or whatever, and he would have like um, a certain amount of time to do it. So he like had this flow chart to keep I it mean, going or something. I mean, that's a bunch of bullshit. But I mean, <laughs> like, uh, if you want to basically, you can do that if you want to make like a game breaking weapon. You can do that. You ah, can make gotcha. like a weapon that like um, essentially ruins the game, so you can kill everything in one hit. If you like make your stats so that they like just make everything like perfect and great. But, yeah, I don't know. it ruins the point of the game, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a massive game. I like a game where I can sink my time into. I guess. Yeah, you'd be busy. Maybe it'll be my game of the decade in twenty twenty. I mean, hopefully the uh, 
new one will come out by you know the next decade. Right. Yeah. 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 They still haven't made another Elder Scrolls since that. No, I mean they had Fallout, and then they had that oh, that's true. crappy multiplayer Fallout that they made. Right. Was yeah. Doom after that also? Uh, yeah. Doom and I think they're making um, yeah. Doom Eternal as a new right. thing coming yeah. soon. And I think Bethesda also makes um, uh, Wolfenstein, I believe. True. Yeah. Yeah. So they've had, had a lot a coming out too. I always forget that they make other games sometimes because, you know, their main IPs are so great. Yeah, I always associate them with Doom, though. Yeah. Because I've never played it. I've just watched people play it. I'm so interested in the lore, though. Like, ah. Of like, Doom? Yeah, or, the lore okay. of Doom. Like, you, like being in hell or, like, yeah. hell portals and stuff. Have you ever heard the fan theory that um, Doom is that Doom guy is actually Link in the future? Uh, I might have seen it. Uh, like passing by I've never looked into yeah. it though I mean it's I think that there are a few people that have like painted like yeah could be maybe yeah. uh, could be it's like know, Nightcrawler though right Nightcrawler goes through teleports through hellish place maybe I mean he does die at some point and then there's like an alternate like world Nightcrawler with like an eye patch and a sword oh yeah I always wondered why he had a sword in the fighting game I had him in like fuck you using yeah. a sword well he's like uh he wants to be like a pirate like kind of like uh <laughs> swashbuckler that's like his whole persona i think mm-hmm. like he romanticizes that kind of thing i think huh. yeah I yeah it's a weird german thing i just get into the lore of, of, of i don't know again pope's apocalyptic that's that's probably why i'm so attracted to doom i'm attracted mm. to doom that sounds no. menacing well, a new one's coming out doom eternal yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there are a bunch of great PlayStation exclusives like uh, Spider Man, God of War, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, Yakuza, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Last of Us. Yeah. So many great, you know, things. And, you know, Xbox, they probably had a couple. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, some people would probably argue that Sea of Thieves was good. Some people yeah. would argue against that. Uh, I think it was pretty boring. There was a lot yeah. to do in it. Well, some people would argue that it was and argue that it wasn't. Um, you get drunk, though. Gears of War probably oh, yeah, had something. Right. Uh, Halo probably had oh, something. Oh, right, yeah. People love Halo. Uh, maybe it was one of the fables in the past decade. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. It's hard to say. They haven't had a new one in a while. If that's yeah. When was case. was Fable three the last one? Yeah. Although there are you know rumors of a four finally. Oh man, I've never played any of those, but I was interested in them. Back uh, in like, I remember watching it on G four. Jeez. Oh, I remember that. Sure. I used to love like Attack of the Show and so. Yeah. Or uh, that one where they would review X Play. That's it. Yeah. Yep. That, yeah, Olivia Munn. Yeah, very early Got her start. Yeah. Yep, and uh, Morgan Webb, Kevin Pereira, Adam Sessler. Yeah. Blair, Blair Butler. Yeah, did you have um, a, a favorite console of the decade? I mean, my PS4 has really been like the thing I've plugged a ton of time into. Uh, my PC has 
like a massive amount of games on it because of Steam and like the way that they've been selling games at like right. super discounted prices. And like with Humble now, I get like, you know, right. 12 games a month or whatever. And I'm like, I wish I spent more time on it, but I don't know. It's just, for some, it's in my room and I'm like, oh, I'm so isolated in here. And I'm like, I could do, I could bring a laptop in here and do, you know, basically what I do in the other room. But I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? I mean, I, I know you're a Nintendo guy. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to go with my Switch. I I started out the decade not gaming really at all because my, my child was born very early on in the decade. So, what, the Wii was out then, and then the Wii U, which I didn't yeah. get for a while, and then got it. Not a lot of standouts on that, though. Mm. Pikmin 3 was good, but mm. it also caused me a lot of stress and anxiety. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, my Switch. I mean, I love my Switch. Yeah, I mean, um, there's been a lot of great games on it, and like, yeah. great exclusives, and you know, I mean, new, more Pokemon, there's gonna be a yeah. new Animal Crossing coming uh, out. On my birthday, can't wait to just yeah. chill on that island. Yeah, we can do some multiplayer stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got your Super Mario Makers now, which is cool. Mm. I know a lot of people have always wanted something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Nintendo like within the decade took a nosedive, but they're they're yeah. bringing it back up. Do you have anything that you're looking forward to other than like as far as games? Um, or maybe in general, like movies or whatever. Um, what I'd like to see coming up. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, gaming. Really, like you said, Animal Crossing, but uh, Outer Worlds and maybe even Outer Wilds. Both the Outers I'd love to see on Switch, Switch. and play them. I'm probably going to keep playing Stardew Valley through this year, too, because they keep updating that still. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe they'll make another one at some point. That'd be cool. That would be great. Oh, man. Yeah, like, even something, like, not farming, but still, like, in the same realm of I don't know what else you could do. But... My time at Porsche, like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But same like art style as Stardew. Oh yeah. yeah, that kind of cre- like retro style. Yeah, yeah. I still want all like the romancing and those like quests they have. But uh, <coughs> I'm just trying to think of something different they could do besides the farming sim. Oh. I heard that game um Graveyard Keepers kind of. Oh like yeah, that. I've wanted to get and see that. Mm. I don't. It's supposed to be very much like a morbid Stardew Valley. I guess yeah. you like throw the bodies in the river if you can like take mm. a grave for them or whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, at some point you should get a, another console. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, I mean maybe. maybe wait until they come out with the PS5 and wait a little while, but but like Cyberpunk's coming out, man. <laughs> yeah, I you might. Know, there's so many great games coming out, and you know. New Horizons Zero Dawn and new uh, like oh all there's another stuff. One? yeah new yeah. Last of Us um, yeah a ton of stuff is coming out yeah I mean got a new job I got more money coming in it's in the realm of possibility now yeah uh, yeah think about it I don't know yeah I definitely want to upgrade my PC though so I can yeah just play some I can podcast better and play games better on it yeah. Uh, yeah, as far as, I don't know, movies and TV, like, because I'm probably just going to name Disney shit, so... Yeah, that's fine, yeah. Um, if there was a Marvel thing that isn't, you know, 
being made, but you would like to see, what would you want to see? Hmm. Or DC. Oh, that's a toughie. Like, I don't know, uh, Red Hulk or something like that. Yeah, I would like to see, like, man, it's un- Hulk seems like such a... But I would bullshit. like to see, like, the other... Like, Hulk might be the unfilmable franchise, but... Yeah. I'd like to see, like, the other Hulks, Grey Hulks, Red Hulk. Yeah, General Thunderbolt Ross turn into the Red Hulk. That'd be neat. Mm. Um, what about a Thunderbolts movie? I mean, I know they're doing the Suicide Squad thing, so... What is the Thunderbolts? I've heard it's about like, it. And... It's like Marvel's Suicide Squad. Okay. So it's like bad guy vigilante team who are like taking down like big criminals, but they're under threat of violence. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I was kind of burnt by Suicide Squad, but... Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I like... Um, I mean, I like an anti-hero. Sure. <laughs> I said it before. Um, uh, isn't there going to be a... Oh, I mean, they set up Carnage... Oh, so yeah, there's going to be a Venom 2, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what I'm looking forward to? Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Make a Shadow the Hedgehog movie. Make a Knuckles movie, man. Yeah. That. Make Maybe. a trilogy. Sonic, Tails, Knuckles. Boom. Now get Tails out of there. <laughs> he's got to be... He's got two Tails, though. It's perfect for the logo. Yeah, Sonic that's true. 2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm super psyched. I Something I know <coughs> that's coming out, though, is... I want to see Parasite. It came out last year, but I'm going to watch it in 2020. So. I keep hearing about that. I, I don't know it's anything about it. Me neither, and I really want to see it. Mm. But it's by the same guy who did uh, um, Snowpiercer, so I uh, okay. might be bummed out. <laughs> it's probably got some socioeconomic theming to it. Is it oh, I thought it was based on the anime Parasite. Oh, no. No. Okay. No, it's a... I don't know. <laughs> okay. So it could be. Yeah, I don't think it is, though. Okay. I think um, the anime is, is a full title. It's like Parasite the Maxim. Yeah, I don't think it's science fiction. Okay. Mm, right. uh, but yeah, what are you looking forward to? I mean, or what yeah, you see? I, I'm kind of like, I, I'm interested in cyberpunk, but not the way that I know everyone is. You know, it, it was made by CD Projekt Red, who made The Witcher 3, which is mm-hmm. a massive, you know, you know popular game. Uh, gaming wise, uh, man, I want a new Elder Scrolls, and I, you know, I just want more Bethesda stuff. I'd like a new Bioware game, like a new, good Bioware game, not Anthem, that piece of shit they put out earlier <laughs> this year. I, I yeah. want like a new Dragon Age or a new Mass Effect kind of thing. I know Andromeda was like a mixed bag, but I liked it. Oh, you did? Wow. I know everyone hated it. I because I never played the original trilogy. Yeah, I, um, I played. Yeah, I played Andromeda first, and I bought the trilogy uh, recently to play. And I'm gonna like, man, there's a lot more to do in Andromeda. I don't know. Yeah, because uh, it's just yeah. like a newer game on newer systems and stuff. Yeah, I've just heard terrible things. I can't yeah. say anything bad about it. So, uh, that's all. oh, a new Mount and Blade is coming out soon. That looks good. I'm into that series. Uh, maybe more Kingdom Hearts at some point. <laughs> yeah, right. <It's> hypothetical. <laughs> this decade. This. <laughs> I mean, you know, they, I feel like there's a DLC plan for the I one guess... that they have now yeah. called Remind. But you know, maybe they they'll figure it out and they'll be able to put it out now. But they're coming out with a new system, so they're gonna mess it up again, probably. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I guess I'm cynical because 3 took so long, but they did have, like, all those games in between 3, mm. so that is... Yeah. Or a new Final Fantasy would be great. Yeah. Final Fantasy 16, 15 took was, like, another Kingdom Hearts situation. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just took so a really long time. Yeah. yeah. It was originally called Final Fantasy 13 Versus. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Another game I'd like to see that always gets delayed, Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, we haven't heard too much about it, though. No, they only had that short snippet. But Breath yeah. of the Wild was just, like, also... I, they also had the We're Changing Consoles dilemma, too. But that yeah. just, game took forever. A new Mario would be cool. Yes. A new Mario Kart would be, also be cool. Oh, I yeah. Great. Still an 8. <laughs> yeah, and because I... Like, 8 is actually from the last console generation so yeah. i've been playing it since then i know a lot of people didn't get it for wii u because no one had a wii u but yeah yeah i mean i know i said stardew valley but i'd love like a new kind of harvest moon type thing i know yeah. that company is kind of defunct now but you know that's you know, a very nostalgic type of game for me yeah uh movies i'm kind of like I want to see Jojo Rabbit. I know that's coming out. Um, I don't know if it's fully out yet. I think so. Uh, yeah. Man, I'm so out of the loop on Marvel movies, but I, I I think I'd love to see a Sandman series. I think that'd be cool if they finally yeah. could. I think it'd be really hard to do, but I think if they did it well, it'd be good. Yeah, and if they had any you know, gaming behind it, that'd mm. be great. Yeah, and just more anime in general. You know, more One Punch Man. Yeah, One Punch Man Season 3. You know. A great ending to Attack on Titan. Satisfactory. Please wrap it up. Mm. But please don't rush your animators. Jeez. Yeah. Man, they took like eight months to storyboard and animate like a 30 second battle scene that I watched. And I was just like, jeez, that's insanity. Yeah. But a lot of that show, when they're not battling, it is just kind of them standing, so it's not, yeah. like, a lot of dynamic animation, except when they're going nuts. Yeah. I mean, they have this kind of thing, it's a type of animation called Sakuga, I think it's called, and it's kind of where they kind of ramp up the animation style and stylization. Um, yeah. And it's really, you know, it's they use it a lot in um, My Hero Academia. Oh, it's yeah. kind of, like, r very kind of frenetic animation and drawing. Yeah, I like that. I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's all I had. Sweet. Well, we can talk about our anime then. then. So we'll go right into that. Mm. Uh, one anime that I watched is Space Dandy. He's a dandy man in space. Yes, he uh, is. Yes. Uh, talking about ass and titties right yeah, now. That's exactly how it opens up and right from that I was like oh man am I gonna like this but hey I did I did like it he's it um I kind of thought about because uh, there's so many like despicable characters in media anyway like Rick from Rick and Morty Bojack Horseman mm -hmm. and I definitely I associated this with kind of like the always sunny characters if they were in space or if they had like a spaceship this mm -hmm. would be them kind of yeah. like space yeah. in yeah, kind of just this... It's like rag. Space Mac, basically. Yeah, and they always, like, things just kind of happen 
by circumstance, really, or whatever. Like, things are resolved just, like, not really by their doing, but by outside influence. Um, but yeah, Space Dandy is about this dandy man in space. Does he, his name's just Dandy, right? At least that's... Yeah, they just call him Dandy, or sometimes Space. Space yeah. Dandy. Like, he calls himself Space Dandy. And yeah, he's, uh, he's kind of not... He's, he's got a space. pompadour. Yeah, he's yes, he's very, um, man. Yeah, he's just kind of. He's modeled after like a delinquent style. I feel like. Yeah, like I feel old school yes. Japanese delinquent. Yeah, I could see that kind of like that sleek, weird, like hourglass, yeah. like sharp hourglass, though not like. Yeah. And then, um, because he is, and he he kind of reminds he's like Johnny Bravo. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah, he's got his sidekick QT, and she's just kind of a straight-faced robot, because, well, she's a robot, so she always has a straight face. And then they uh, meet up with Meow, who is also despicable right from the beginning, too. His, his real name's not Meow, he's a cat, so they, well, he looks like a cat. He's a beetle. Beetlejuice Ian. Beetlejuice Ian. It's spelled Maybe. just like Beetlejuice's real name, but Ian at the end. Yeah, um, yeah but he's... Yeah, they just call him Meow, but yeah, he's pretty gross right off the start, because they're at uh, the Hooters equivalent in space, which is just straight-out named Boobies. They yep. go to... <coughs> they like, kind of stop at their space truck stops and go to Boobies, and it's kind of Space Dandy's goal to see all the Boobies in the galaxy. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, Beetle, Beetle, Doosin, or Meow is snapping picks, like, covertly right when we meet him, so he's also just this gross kind of a creep, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, by circumstance, again, they kind of team up together. <coughs> uh, Dandy's kind of, his, his job is to just go around and look for aliens that haven't been registered or cataloged and, you know, bring them to Scarlet, who's yeah. a... She, I guess, she becomes a more regular character later on. But yeah, he's like a pseudo bounty hunter kind of guy. Yeah, I was gonna say bounty hunter. He's not really killing things. He's just no. kind of tagging and bagging. Um, yeah, and uh, right off the bat, it's kind of it's a lot of fourth wall breaking and like meta jokes. They joke about like like QT says right at the beginning, oh, so we're just getting right into this without any explanation, huh? Going to the next planet. And they're like, don't we need a prologue? And then the narrator kind of kicks in, and he just, like, says this really short sentence, and that's really it. And, like, space dandy. He's a dandy man in space. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and they go on, you know, crazy adventures, tagging these aliens, Beetle. I can call him Beetlejuice and Meow. Meow's so much easier to say. I don't know what. Um, yeah. Meow kind of says that, he, I don't know, he's kind of a, I feel like he's kind of a con man, because he's like, oh yeah, I know where these things are, or whatever, and they they go around looking, and usually they end up getting really screwed, or blowing up planets, and getting themselves killed, but then somehow not being killed in the next episode, um, and, uh, yeah, the, what else did I write, um, Oh, yeah, there's kind of, like, there's nods to, like, I mean, it's the universe. He's flying around in space, and there's, like, so much more going on. That the One time when they come back from commercial, they're like, the war between the blah, blah, and the 
Graxians has been waging for thousands of years. But this isn't what this is about. And then Space Dandy just flies behind a spaceship. <laughs> they start following him. Uh, so it's... Uh, yeah, it's just funny that they're just these... I, I, they're idiots, Assholes. Yeah, yeah, assholes and idiots just going around. Just trying to scrape pennies together. Uh, the second episode was all about them like trying to find the perfect ramen. Because they thought it was like an alien who hadn't been cataloged cooking this extra dimensional ramen and there's really cool i like the animation gets kind of crazy they get sucked into wormholes and things get trippy and i really like how they play with the colors and the filters and the animation um yeah it's, uh, it's beautifully animated it's like definitely a good looking show yeah uh i wrote, i wrote down because at the end of the first episode he they die, right? Yeah, they blow up the planet they're on. He's spaced in. He's like, QT, press the doll that's the head. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot that's going to kill us. And then the planet just blows up. And it blows up the bad guy, the main antagonist. And it blows everyone. And then the next episode, they're just all fine. And I thought I missed something, and I had to, like, look it up. I, but I guess that happens a lot. Yeah, like, I think that they die a couple times. In it's the just a very loose continuity that, yeah. like, episode to episode just doesn't make sense and just kind of goes with the fourth ball breaking meta humor. Like, the, it is a show. It's, like, pretty much presented this as a show fiction. Yeah. It, it's very episodic, yeah. Yeah, which I like. I did like it. I was really, at the beginning, was like, I, mean, I have a bad taste in my mouth, but uh, no, it turned me around, definitely. Just because he, he's supposed to be a bad character. You know it. So. Uh, I You only watched the first two. I kind of wish you would watch more. Because I'm like, I, I hope you continue to watch this. At least till episode five. I think there's one where he kind of has a relationship, like, where he's kind of taking care of a kid. And I think I played you some of the music from that episode. It's the one with, it's kind of like reggae, like steel drums and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I like the music. Um, I can't remember what it was now, but I remember one like battle scene. I think it was when they were eating the ramen in some sort of cafe. It really reminded me of the cowboy bebop animation, like fighting, just kind of the way he moved. And I think Scarlet was fighting there too, and just kind of how they yeah. shifted and fought. The way the episodes are, they vary so much. Like it, it's it really is strange, but it's great. Like there's one where there's like a weird zombification of everyone, and it's supposed to be like kind of a spoof of a George Romero movie. Cool. And like, uh, there's one that's like this weird like Gundam thing where it's like this guy who. 100% does not belong in this anime. He's kind of got, like, kind of classic anime look to him. Like, he's got, like, <laughs> long, flowing blue hair. And they're, like, in a big race. And they start, like... Because of the way their ship is all fucked up, it starts, like... They start, like, twisting through time, and it's super yeah. trippy and weird. Yeah, they do that a couple times through the, the ramen wormhole or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I always like something like that. There's, and, like, I think one of the last ones, is, it's about kind of, like, sentience and uh, robots, and it's about um, why a vacuum cleaner might be inclined to drink coffee. Huh. And it's, huh. like, this weird, like, story about QT, like, falling in love with a coffee maker. <laughs> yes. Oh, great. Uh, that one's great. Great music. Yeah. Too. I'm definitely, am going to continue to watch this. 
Um, Two seasons, I've only seen the first one. Right. And do they... So they're like... There's a main antagonist, of course. The Have you whole seen him? Spe- <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> to a, there's like a guy with an eye patch, like Doctor Gel or something. Yeah, and then there's like, like a big this- monkey. Oh, I haven't seen the big monkey. Oh, he's like, it, it's. I'm sure it's a Planet of the Apes reference because it's a big monkey flying around in a spaceship that looks like the Statue of Liberty's head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that is him. Yes, he is yeah. in the Statue of Liberty's head. Yes, okay. I didn't realize he was a monkey. He, his face was obscured. So. Yeah. And he was talking to a flaming skull. So. Sounds right. <laughs> but yeah, then, of course, like, they're all unaware that this guy is following them. But does, like, it actually builds to... Because he says, like, Space Dandy is, like, some sort of chosen one or something. So that's why they're following uh... I mean, I haven't watched the second season, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. I like, I like that they're kind of, like, blissfully unaware that they're, like, certain doom is close behind them. Like, I don't think Space Dandy is ever aware of that guy. <laughs> like, I think that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, he killed him in the first episode. I was like, yeah. oh, he's gone. But then, of course, they were all back in the second episode. Yeah. Did you watch a uh, sub or dub? Uh, dub. I actually kind of, I like okay. the dub. Yeah, I was gonna try dub for episode three, but I didn't get, I didn't have enough time to get to it, but. Dub's pretty decent. I, I liked cool. it. Yeah. I'll have to check it out then. You know, they, they dubs can really vary, and I, I've yes. seen some bad ones. Uh, most notably, I think, for fans of anime, just ghost stories, which is a, they essentially just, like, threw away whatever script existed, and, like, just dubbed whatever. And, yeah. like, they changed, like, one of the characters is supposed to be, like, a weird tech guy, and they're, like, uh, they, like, he's, like, I'm Jewish. Like, that's his whole thing. <laughs> like, that's his whole thing. One of the girls is really religious. Uh, there's, a, like, there's a lot of weird stuff in that dub where they're, like, there's a kid who's training for a race. He's, like, in the dub, he's, like, hey, keep trying, or in the sub, it's, like, hey, keep trying harder. And the dub, it's like, pretend a black black man is chasing you. <laughs> it's so it's so absurd. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I usually try to get, like, because I I've noticed how they can differ too. Like, I try to get a little bit of both. But yeah. yeah. Some are just like yeah, like you said, things get changed. Dialogue just totally gets changed. Some just the voice acting is so flat and boring. Mm. Like I heard that about the Akira dub. It was just like really boring, and you wouldn't want to watch it. I didn't mind it. I don't know. I but I I don't remember a lot of that. It's, really, they might. I think they player. have redubbed it since as well. Maybe. Maybe I saw the redubbed one. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Space Dandies and Anna. Yes. Cool. It's, it's, again, surprised me. And like, uh, I was. I think I said in a previous episode. I kind of was looking. For, I was like, Space Opera is really the only one I haven't seen other than. I watched Cowboy Bebop, but I wasn't totally like blown away with it. But this one is good, serviceable space opera. And I like that it's kind of like a Star Wars universe where none of the aliens really look the same. It's all just mm. like these weird, gross things that aren't super appealing, but they're all individual. Yeah, that's definitely it's a genre that I'm kind of like, uh, you know, I kind of missed the boat on because a lot of it is mech based, a lot of yeah. the space stuff, and I'm yeah, like, makes sense. it was never really my thing. Like mech stuff. Yeah. Um, the only one I really ever took to was uh, Gurren Lagann, which is uh, made by um, 
of people that made Kill la Kill. Oh. So hmm. I, you might actually like that one. Yeah. And it's Mac, but it's not. Well, there's a bunch of space stuff in it, but it's. I don't know. It, it's very strange, as you know, as you can probably imagine. Yeah, I think I would get into a mech-based one, because I think a lot of my, like, for anime comes from, like, my childhood taste, mm. kind of, because I realized with Kill a Kill, I was like, I like it because it's kind of like Power Rangers, where she armors up or whatever, and she can, like, yeah. change it to, and, like, I feel like a Gundam is like, oh, it's just a Megazord. Yeah. I, I love that. Maybe that'll be a future one, too. Uh... Yeah, there's uh, there's a bunch of genres, like, we've covered a bunch of genres, and I'm kind of like, what haven't I shown I you? Know. I feel like, yeah. have we had, like, a pure kind of, like, romance one? Just, like, school drama or something? Mm, romance? I... I mean, we've had stuff with that in there. Yeah. Like, but it's kind of like, I don't know. Um, What was that that music one? With the oh, uh, Your Lie in April? Yeah. Was that did you call that a romance? One? Yeah, yeah, probably more more so than like a music anime, even though that's like a huge part of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, we haven't hit any kind of like Yahweh stuff, which you know, it's a certain type of thing, which is you know, getting into gay and lesbian anime, right, which is yeah. a a type of anime. Yeah. Uh, we haven't hit any hard. <laughs> things other than goblin slayer accidentally yeah accidentally goblin slayer. Uh, yeah which i still haven't seen yeah oh man yeah uh but we haven't hit any like incest stuff which is a popular like oh like, really it's it is surprisingly there's a lot of it hmm. in, in yeah i mean i guess reading ahead in year zero there was some there so. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's weird. Because it's like in America, it's like, I don't think you can legally like write incestuous things. Well, I, guess, I don't know. think that's true. I, uh, no, that's, there that's, a you're right. You're right. A few years because, ago, about like, yeah. siblings who fell in love. And I watched a, a movie, a horror movie, that had two brothers and sisters banging each other. So, was that yeah, Flowers I, I in the know. Attic years ago? That was a thing. No, it was. Uh, Crimson Peak. It was oh. a Guillermo del Toro movie. Okay. With, uh, Tom Hiddleston. Hmm. He was getting a handy from his sister. That was pretty oh. gross. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it ever goes... It's not, you know, I'm not talking about hentai. Although, I'm something like, <laughs> I should I make Dylan watch a hentai? <coughs> oh, you kill me with that one. I was gonna say, yeah, let's... We'll have to move on to hentai soon. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of like... I mean, there's probably something that's good... And yes. like, what do, do they I have like ones with plots and stuff? I mean, like, yeah, they do. American, but I mean, used to be. But yeah, it's basically that. It's like I'm here to fix your pipes, yeah, mom. Yeah. There's tentacles in coming out of them. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll use my sister to shield me. <laughs> That's right. weird. Oh, I feel weird about that. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well. <laughs> we'll get there at some point. Yeah. Oh my. What a thing to think about. Like that. That's what we'll be reviewing. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I can find something with a good plot. <laughs> For hentai with engaging. Story. There's gotta be a list somewhere where it's like eh, it's got like a decent plot. I'm sure. Did you ever heard of the the pirates porn? <laughs> there was a porn called Pirates, like 
probably a decade ago, and it was, like, really well filmed and, like, had, like, a lot of writing behind it and stuff. Hmm. But it was also just an excuse to have a porn with Pirates when Pirates of the Caribbean was big, but it was, like, a big-budget film at the time. Sure. Well, it wasn't, like, big-budget shown in theaters, but it was right. there was a lot put behind it. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, like, they make parodies of, like, uh all kinds of stuff and like there was that thing where they had like sarah palin is one of the oh yeah things here's yeah. <laughs> it was like B- vp yeah. ilf or whatever yeah, yeah. The it was yeah. like who's nailing palin or yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I know yeah. what it's called i'm pretending like i don't it's fine yeah we get it yeah yeah I don't know. Well, what a weird way to end our uh, podcast. <laughs> and the decade. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and begin the decade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, you know, if you know any good, well-written hentais out there, send them in. Yep. You, know, you can contact us at uh, wholegdshow at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter at wholegdshow. Um, Facebook.com slash wholegdshow. Caleb Orion. Yeah, Caleb Orion does our music. As uh, find him on streaming services, Spotify. Um, write, rate and review us. That's where those words were going. Rate and review us on iTunes. I think like iTunes podcasts or whatever they reset the ratings or something. I've heard this with a lot of podcasts, and a lot of them disappeared. So I'm not using this as an excuse. Just go do it. Go do it now. Um, yeah, uh, where can people find you? Uh, I'm at Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, at Shaw doing art and jokes and whatnot. Uh, I have put out stuff for the YouTube channel. Uh, have not put out Outer Worlds yet, but it uh-huh. at some point I will put it out. Wait, have you played it? Uh, no, I own it. I have not oh, played okay. it. Yeah, well, let me know how it is. I'm All super right. interested in it. And that's Sweet. it. Yeah. yeah, we'll catch you in the next episode. All you GD listeners, uh, have a happy new year. Good After. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Later.